So we can both pretty much agree that food trucks are a pretty amazing thing, right? Oh, gosh, yes. I'm thinking they should take a different approach, though. Like the ice cream truck, you know, where they just drive through the neighborhoods and you can run out and get whatever you want. Oh, my gosh, that would be amazing. You'd hear the taco truck coming and, you know, people might actually get more exercise that way. I running ch- to the truck. I would chase some tacos. And welcome to another inspiring edition of Gear Related, a peek under the hood of the automotive car industry. That's Ben over there. Hi. And I'm Heather. Excited to be here. Yes, we are very excited to be here. Ben, it's hot. It is hot. It's very hot. You know, I we have a, a good friend who always says, if you can't put up with the winter... You don't deserve the summer. (laughs) If you can't take winter, you don't deserve summer. And that's true. I just wilt like some spinach out there, man. Just (laughs) But I'm not the only one. I think your car gets kind of mad about that, too. Yeah. Only the pale ones, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today is uh, cars in heat. Whoa, <laughs> you're going to need to clarify that one, buddy. Uh, we're not talking about the reproductive nature of automobiles. That'd be great. <laughs> How about we talk about summer heat? There you go. Okay, that's much better. So why do we care about this? What's the first thing you think of uh, when thinking about your car in relative to heat as far as when it gets real hot outside? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Like, what is, oh my gosh, it's hot. My car better have this working. Air conditioning. You got it. So let's, why don't we start there? Now, I know not everybody desires, well, maybe not desires, but uh, uh, requires AC. But for those of us uh, like myself, I definitely require it. I'm I'm, such a baby. I gotta have it. I'm a wuss when it comes to uh, air conditioning. I gotta have it. Well, you, uh, part of that then though, let's be honest. It's because if the windows are down, it messes up your hair. Not my hair. (laughs) (laughs) And for our listeners in Florida, I'm sure they can agree, like, yeah, that AC's got to work, right? Oh, yeah. So let's talk about uh, refrigerant for a little bit. And the reason I bring this up is because they are changing the refrigerant or have been changing the refrigerant that goes in your car um, over the past probably five to eight years. So that's the stuff that goes in the AC and makes it pump out that delightful cold air. Exactly. Same, same kind of concept as your refrigerator. It's got to have that refrigerant in there to keep things cool, right? So way back when, when they first introduced uh, AC systems, uh, I believe it was developed in 1935, but don't quote me on that because I didn't really uh, investigate that. Nothing but, but the facts here, folks. <laughs> I can tell you that Packard was the first car company to have it. Oh, all right. Um, but uh, so we started using this stuff card. R12. That's the refrigerant. Refrigerate 12. Okay. R12. Yep. Uh, and that stuff's terrible. That'll pretty much punch a hole in the ozone layer. Oh, let's not do that. We've already done that. Been yeah. there, done that. Let's move <laughs> <Yeah>. forward. <laughs> We're trying to repair holes now, not make new ones, right? right? So they went from R12 in about 96. 1996 was about when the last car st- uh, you know, stopped using this stuff. And we went to R134A. 
I like that they didn't just go to R13 because right. they're like, mm, can't do that. No, I got to add another. Let, let's yeah. add two more numbers and Make then this like not the superstitious. a little letter or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so R134A is probably the refrigerant in the majority of cars out on the road today. However, in 2013, so, you know, we're going on eight, eight years ago. Uh, se- I'm sorry, my math really bad. How about seven years ago? Guys. <laughs> Please keep listening. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, they started uh, um, putting a new refrigerant, R1234YF. Good lord, who is this? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, scientists. I love you, but let's get let's get some better names. Now, why do we care, right? As long as it works, right? It's true. Okay, I'll tell you the reason you care is R134A is still a little harmful to the environment. Okay. So it's called the uh, the global warming potential is what it is. Oh, gosh. And that's just kind of a scale, and it's all based on carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide has a global warming potential of one. Okay, so, like, where are cows on this? Methane? You know. Oh, yeah, they're, they're probably up there. Okay, so is one the top or one so the I'll, bottom? I'll research cattle for the next podcast. Thank you. That'd be great. <laughs> but <laughs> we will have to put them on a skateboard or a bike or something to let them have like gears. Um, so what's the so what's the top of this global warming potential scale? Is one good well, or one is bad? One is good. Okay, and so carbon dioxide has a global warming potential of one. Yeah. Well, I mean, zero would be better, right? But, well, yeah. But, like, is it at a scale of 5 or a scale of 100? No, that the scale is based on, like, less or more than 1, and that's where carbon okay. dioxide okay. is. So that's sort of your average. Okay, okay I gotcha. Because so, we're all put, putting that out all the time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, R134A, the global war- warming potential of that is 1430. So it's well, obviously a lot 1, higher 000. than 1. 1,430. So that's why we want to get rid of it. So that's one of the reasons we're changing over is okay. for, you know, to help the environment. Jeez. R1234YF, the new stuff, has a global warming potential of one. So Whoa. way better for the environment. Like 1,400 Now the only, yeah, the only problem with this, though, is 1234YF is flammable. What? So it's just one more thing we're putting in our car that can blow us up and kill us. <laughs> Well, and if you watch movies, you know how easy that is. Matter of fact, uh, Mercedes-Benz put out a video of a car igniting when the refrigerant was released. Now, this was a, um, I don't know if you want to call it a stunt, but this is this was a controlled environment where they sprayed the refrigerant on a super hot surface. Because uh, the combustion required for this is something like 800 degrees Celsius. So it's it's got to be pretty pretty hot. So... But I have been assured by all the stuff that I've read on the internet, just like everybody gets on, on Wikipedia, that no. the car engineers have safely designed a car that uh, engine fire is going to be the last thing that'll probably kill you in a car accident. So let's not worry too much about the right. refrigerant that you're putting in there. Okay. But we do want it to have less of an impact. So On the environment, yes. Okay. Going green. However, and this is the la- this is another reason with that we're talking about this is this new refrigerant. It's, I mean, I guess it's not that new now, but it's gonna you're gonna be seeing it a lot more. Just be prepared that these 
AC repairs are going to be a lot more expensive. Indeed. Yeah, this stuff's not cheap. So when you used to see those signs, it's like, hey, uh, we'll refri refill your refrigerant for fifty nine ninety five or whatever. Yeah, you're that, not going to be seeing those with this with this uh, refrigerant anymore. So I remember when I was in the military, I shipped my car overseas, and um, what happens to everybody is that. Uh, they sucked the Freon out of my AC. Now, is Freon the same thing as this refrigerant? Freon is a refrigerant, uh, but it is not designated as like R134A. Okay. I think Freon is just like a general term to describe okay, maybe refrigerants. That's what, okay. I was so mad because I was in Sicily. Oh, oh, it was hot. Yeah, that's just mean, it man. It was so mean. So I lived for two years without AC. I lived quite a while uh, without AC in my 1999 Isuzu Rodeo because I thought, you know, I was a big tough guy. I could, oh, I I could live this. without it. <laughs> and guess what? We never took your car. Yeah, we never took it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have some good news for you. Okay. I have done, you know, a super quick Google search. Mm -hmm. And I would like to just let everyone out there in podcast land know that methane, CH4, according to the EPA has a global warming potential of 28 to 36 over 100 years. So, okay. That's not so methane's not so bad. So Cows. you're telling me that R134A is worse than cow farts. Right. But you know what? I think again, it's all about quantity. There's a lot of ca cows farting. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on Moving off of this on. super mature topic. All right, so let's the next thing we'll talk about. Let's talk about coolant because obviously the other thing that wants to stay cool is your, your car. Yeah, your engine. Now the sure. majority of cars out there, the recommended interval to change coolant is usually around a hundred thousand to a hundred and fifty thousand miles. That's a long time. The only thing we have to remember, though, is that half the coolant in your car is water, and water evaporates. Mm. So it's not like you could just drive your car and never look at the coolant level for 150,000 miles. That's not a good idea. So when it starts getting hot, folks, when your car is cold, don't do this when it's warm, open your hood, take a peek at, you know, take a peek at all your fluids level, but with the coolant specifically, and see where that level's at, and just make sure it's full. Right? Easy enough. We can do that. Don't let your kids and pets drink the antifreeze. Yes. Antifreeze is definitely lethal to animals. It's, it's like, the, it's a combo product, right? Antifreeze and coolant. Well, antifreeze, antifreeze is coolant. Yeah, coolant that's is what, antifreeze. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. All right. So check that coolant level. Yep. Don't spit in it. Okay. Cars want to maintain a specific temperature and the cooling system is designed to do that. So that's very important in the summertime. All right. I have a very important question. Do ask so in the summer i don't notice this when it's cooler out but in the summertime and i actually don't know if i notice it with the new camry that i have but my old accord for sure did this you park somewhere and as you're you know getting out of your car walking to wherever you're going there's ticking in the engine oh yeah what's that, that about that is your engine cooling down it's, what, is it like a fan or something? Like, well, what is that? Metal expands oh. and you and contracts based on temperature. So as soon as you turn your engine off, it is already starting to cool down, and you hear those little ticks from the metal so starting the metal. to contract. Okay. Yeah. It's a fun little noise, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, I. I thought there's like some magical little elf in there trying to like fan <laughs> the, it down. Little, or... little tiny hammers. Yeah. Tink. Tiny hammers. Click. Tink. <laughs> So one thing that we don't particularly think about, and we should in the summertime, is we get a lot of rain, too. 
Yes. So obviously you want your wipers uh, working and up to snuff. But the other thing, this goes back to AC systems. Tell you a little about a little trip I took in said 1999 Isuzu Rodeo with no AC. We oh, were yeah. driving down to Pennsylvania for an expo, and the AC wasn't working, which was fine. We had the windows down. We were okay, but then it started to pour. And that's what it does in the summer. Like, it's not just a sweet little rain. It's like zero to 90 in two seconds. Oh, yeah, it's torrential. That good old New York summer rain where it's just Oof. like clouds open up and buckets come down. Yeah, cats and dogs, not literally. So AC does more than just cool. It also takes the moisture out of the air, hence oh, defogs no. your windshield. And what did you have to do? <laughs> we're trying to find some random campsite somewhere in Pennsylvania that we're not really sure where it is. And every time I stop, the windshield fogs up beyond belief. I can't see anything. I got my my friend in the passenger seat with a towel or whatever he can find wiping the windshield off while I'm driving. Yeah, it's not safe. <laughs> so it that's a good thing to have. AC, is, you definitely want it working in the summertime for cooling reasons and for fogging windshields. So even if you're maybe not using it all the time to save on, and that's another point I would like to ask you, but the gas sure. mileage thing. Because I know that using your AC uses up more gas. It does increase load on the engine, which will lower your uh, gas mileage a little bit. So if you're driving around on defrost, folks, and you didn't, hit that AC button, just so you know, if the mode is on defrost, it still is. it's running. So, you know, you don't have to be cooling your car down. You can just use your, what was it, four at, four at 50 four, miles an hour. Four, 460 air conditioning. 460 four air conditioning. Four windows down, 60 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else you got over there? Oh, uh, okay. So, Let's talk a little bit about road trips because, you know, this is well, this is what we do in the summertime, right? Yeah, especially like right now. I am so bored of my own home. I can't even <laughs> yeah, tell it, you. Wouldn't it be nice just to get in your car and go somewhere else? You not even anywhere. care where? Anywhere. <laughs> well, maybe don't cross the uh, wrong border because it's not a good time, but... <laughs> Let's just let that go. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, so road trips. So road trips. Uh, we did, well, you know, our driver's apps, a few people out there in, in the land of listening to us, um, haven't listened to the driver's app podcast. Apparently, we were road trip happy on that one, too. But yes. there's a lot of really cool information on that. So Great if, resources for anybody who wants to take a road trip. Yeah. But... For our uh, intents and purposes today, we're going to talk about what you want to do before said road Aha, trip. Aha, yes. So a lot of shops will offer what they call a trip inspection. And this is always a good idea. And this is also something you can, a lot of it you can do yourself if you don't, if you, uh, if you don't want to take it to the shop or you don't have time or whatever. Um, so what are we going to look at in a trip inspection? You know, the obvious stuff that we talked about, like fluids, ACs work, and that kind of Wipers, thing. Wipers, tires. Wipers. Your washer fluid, Wait. make sure that's full. I don't want to jump on anything, but can your tires melt to the road? <laughs> I need to know this. Maybe in Death Valley. <laughs> I'm from New Mexico. It got hot out there. It's going to take a lot to melt okay, that rubber. So not really. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to worry about putting coolant on Phew. your tires. 
so reassured. Okay. But you are going to look at your tires and you want to check that tire pressure. Make mm-hmm. sure that tire pressure is good. As heat goes up, the tire pressure will go up too. Okay. So if you're putting, you know, you already took your summer or your uh, snow tires off, hopefully by this point. So you're going to put your summer tires on, make sure they got uh, the correct pressure before you go on your road trip because that's also going to save you gas mileage. Got to save that gas. Yep. We're going to look at brakes. Yes. We want to make sure that you can stop because if you cannot stop, then you... Just keep going. Go into something that will eventually make you stop. (laughs) Everything stops eventually. (laughs) So we're going to look at brakes and make sure there's plenty of lining. Make sure they're in good working order. Nothing's sticking. Nothing's binding so that, uh, you know, your brakes don't overheat and fail. Okay, that's good. Going to make sure you have plenty of brake fluid because you'll need that to make said brakes work. We're going to look at uh, suspension. Make sure everything, there's nothing broken, nothing twisted, nothing coming loose. Um, The majority of suspension parts that we replace are like control arm bushings or ball joints, things like that. We're going to look at steering systems. Make sure there's plenty of steering fluid for hydraulic systems. Okay. We're going to look at steering tie rods, make sure nothing's loose there, you know, um, all that good under under the car stuff. Okay. And... We're going to check your lights. Yes. Well, you should also check your lights. Make sure your headlights are working, your brake lights are working. You know, I had a car come in the shop the other day, and we run the lights on every car that comes in, and the mechanic behind me, he's looking, he's like, hey, step on your brakes. I said, I am stepping on my brakes. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> you have no brake lights. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it turned out we had a failed brake light switch. Can you imagine being behind somebody that's slowing down and has no, no brake lights? At dusk? Yeah. Whoa. Scary stuff. So, yeah, we're going to look at lighting. And we're probably going to check the spare tire, make sure that's in good condition, make sure that has air. And, you know, it's always good to have that emergency kit, too, if you ever oh, yeah. uh, if you ever do break down. Super smart. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's all that good stuff that you can look at uh, and check for a trip inspection. Perfect. All right. So are we uh, ready for a road trip now, then? I'm so ready for a road trip. I think the other thing I think about when I think about cars and like heat, we don't have either of these things, but I, it, you know, the horror stories, just please check. Just, I always, I just am in the habit of like looking mostly cause I want to make sure I didn't forget anything in my car when <laughs> yeah. I'm getting out, but you know, don't leave your kids or your dog in a car. Oh, I mean, I think, just don't. I think, you know, it should go without saying but it's so it hard. needs to be said. I know, but so I just don't take your dog with you. Just yeah, pups don't need they, they can stay home. And you know, unless you're taking the dog to somewhere like the park, by all means, well, you're right. going to let the dog out because that's the whole reason you went there in the first place, right? Wow, <laughs> that was a brain shattering thought right there. So okay, these are all good things. So now we know what will wreak havoc and how to. I pay attention to it and fix it. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. And inevitably you will break down on the road. I, I has, has there anybody really that, and that drives on a regular basis, not broken down at some point. So it's always good to get that trip inspection before you go on a long trip. Cause right. the last place you want to break down is out of town. Right. And it'll just make you feel better. You don't need to worry about that stuff. Just right. do it. All right. I hope this information has been helpful, and I'm sorry to break the bad news about this new refrigerant that's great for the environment and it's going to cost you a lot of money in the future. 
but it's better than cow farts. So yeah, better than cow farts. <laughs> <laughs> There's that's that list is long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have some questions or fun stories or ideas for topics, we really want to hear them. So keep them coming. We've had a couple of them come in. So keep going. You can reach out to us on our Facebook page or the Twitter feed. At Schoen Auto, that's S-C-H-O-E-N. And please go onto your favorite podcast catcher, wherever you're getting us from, and rate us, review us. We just, we love to hear from you guys. And that's all I know. Have a wonderful week. And if any of you, any of you, sees a food truck driving through your neighborhood, <laughs> ringing a bell, let me know. Please call us so we can come get a taco. Mm. Thanks for listening. Bye.